This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. And with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. Come to room 77. Let's play. Just watch me All right, Lauren, we have started. Happy birthday to you. It was a happy birthday to me. You had a very special belated birthday this month. Well, last month. Well, in the past. Let's just say that (laughs) before this was recorded. Yeah. About a month before this was recorded. Yeah. So, hold on. I'm drinking uh, some water because I'm feeling a bit parched. Wet your whistle, Richard. Hold on. I can't hear you. Can you talk again? Check, 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 check. Now you're too loud. It's annoying. Do you want me to turn it down? No, I'd rather than leaning over and playing with the volume, if you could just talk lower for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> that would be it'd be better for my back because I don't want to lean over again. I can do it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. How are you? <laughs> I, I know life has been rough, so I'm going to answer this question for you. How are you? I'm okay, Richard. You sound a lot like B. <laughs> I'm okay, Richard. <laughs> I'm okay, honey. Yeah. I'm doing okay. You know, life has been better. At times, you you seem to make it a little bit better. I'm not saying perfect, but you make it a little bit better. Well, thank you, honey. I'll take that compliment. <laughs> I appreciate you noticing that I try. You do try. <laughs> I would say that. I would totally say that. I got confused at who's playing who. <laughs> I would say you make my life better, even things are bad. We are going to talk about your fantasy at temptation that you had at your post-birthday surprise. But before we get started, I want to bring up something that is very near and dear to my heart. It is Antigua Summer Bang. Mm. Now, this is what I want to tell everybody. Just come. <laughs> Just come because we're almost sold out. I know that everybody says that. It's like as soon as they advertise, they're like, hey, we have this party. And then the next day they're like, almost sold out. <laughs> uh, but we are almost sold out. We have a hard time saying that because we have a, a lot of rooms that are two, three, and four bedroom. So uh, the possibilities are a bit different. Five months to go. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things planned. The world is opening up. This is what we want to clear up in the beginning. This is the number one question we get. And we're clearing this up right effing now. Number one question. Do you have to be a professional swinger or in the lifestyle to come? Well, to not to come, but to <laughs> attend. And the answer is absolutely not. Over half the people that were there last year were not in the lifestyle. It's the same ratio as we would say as any other place. Vanilla, uh, who likes to just be sexy and naked and have a lot of fun. I don't want anyone to think that Room 77 is a, a swinging <laughs> union, although we should start that. <laughs> And it's a lot of fun because it is so laid back. It is probably the opposite of what people think. All right. Well, you know what? In fact, let's answer the questions that we mostly get in the emails since we do that. Yeah. We'll just clear it all up right now. Here we go. All right. So what are the top questions that we get? This way you don't even have to email us. Just (laughs) listen right now and we'll answer the questions for you. What are the top questions we get? How many people are going? Thousands. (laughs) It's like between 80 and 100 couples. No. Well, yeah. No. More than that. Well, probably between 150 and 200. Somewhere it will fall somewhere. People. Oh, people. I said couples. Oh, 100 couples. Yeah. Probably between 150 and 200 people. Yeah. What is another question? How old are they? Between 18 and 21. We don't Um, ask for proof of age. So that's up to you. Look, we know that people there are from 35 to 65. That's what we know. I don't know if you anybody knows this. They, we always get this question in the email. Hey, uh, how old are the people? And we're like, um, here's the thing. We can't screen people by age. It's called age discrimination. 
and it's ethically wrong and we don't do that so we don't really know we can just give you a ballpark uh where is it in antigua at a five-star resort but we don't give out the resort hotel details until you book for the privacy of the hotel and of the guests because there are weird people out there who do stalking shit what is another question hey richard can you be naked there i am so glad you asked that you can be tits or balls out wherever you want now we do follow the rules where we ask you to cover up in restaurants and the lobby we would love for your junk to not be spilling over into the pancakes in the morning clothing optional pool and beach so come this is my question richard and lauren what makes your takeover so goddamn special oh that's a great question it is a great question i'm gonna tell you why this hotel is something that you will not find at another lifestyle takeover is a beautiful gigantic five-star accommodation we have a bunch of activities swimming with what is it sharks and stingrays stingrays, sea creatures a private charter yachts you can scuba dive carnival will be going on there so bring your boa or whatever whatever you wear to Carnival. There's a private island that is absolutely amazing. It's just this little slice of paradise. And also, this particular resort has a giant-ass hot tub uh, for so a bunch excited. of people. Yeah. But this one sits right on the ocean, right next to a bar, right next to a pool. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have theme nights and everything like that. Uh, we do think that it is, it is kind of special. There's entertainment and DJs and stuff like that. Yeah. But for now, for my own well-being... I'm just going to need you to go over there, book a spot, because I need to get that shit off my brain. (laughs) Okay, please do it for me. It's my birthday. I'm going to need you to do that. (laughs) Thank you. You got sick on your actual birthday. We had to postpone it because you had your second round of COVID, which was scheduled right on your birthday. So we had to do it later. And even though it was a surprise, uh, you kind of suspected that you were going there. And I didn't really find that out until later. <laughs> I I only suspected because when we went for New Year's, the friends that we met up there said, we're coming back in, in February. Mm. You know, let us know if you guys want to come up. We'll check out rooms or whatever. So I was like, ooh. Yeah, I didn't know that you remembered that, to be honest. I, I had no idea, but I, I know that you do travel a lot. So those are things that you sort of lock into your yeah. brain. Yeah, so we went up there to Temptation. We were the guests of uh, some like super premiere guests. I think they're going to get their own color wristband. That's how super <laughs> premiere they are. We were treated very, very well. We had a lot of fun. We had sex with one or two hundred people while we were there. So good. We won. Whatever it was, we won. That's how we have sex. We treat it more like like a sport. Yeah. That's how everybody does it. Yeah. Right? You you have your Gatorade, your lube, your, yeah. your sport bag. I haven't talked to anybody about it, but that's how most people treat it, like a competition. Absolutely. Right? It's I all mean, about notches. It's about teams and trading cards. We have trading cards. We take your profile photo and then we paper mache it onto a little card, put your stats on back. We have that kind of time. <laughs> make little trading cards yeah it's like baseball sort of but with swingers they'll be like oh you have a rookie lauren like yeah oh you have that that's before she was dp'd i will trade you for my cum soaked kevin (laughs) that's a 20 2012 kevin that's when he was with angie angie's on OnlyFans now she's point zero 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 two five nine (laughs) percent yeah who by the way uh who does the math on that zero zero nine percent? Who's auditing that? And they Rebecca Licious point zero 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 five percent. You know what, Rebecca Licious? I hope you like getting nailed for false advertisement because I'm going to get to the bottom of this right now. 
We're going to prove this I'm once and for all. Doing all the math. I don't know if those numbers work out, but someone's someone's crunching numbers at OnlyFans. I think there's a point where you should just be like VIP. And then are you competing? Are those women in the top creators, are they competing with like someone who does dance or I don't slam know. poetry? Or is it? I don't know. The funny thing is what, what to me, what caught on is like this point zero zero zero. Not like lots and lots of people look at my <laughs> vagina or lots and lots and lots of people look at my my vagina or a few people look at my vagina <laughs> it's like point zero 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 we went to just a, a point percentile of people i'm impressed yeah she, i'm impressed she wins yeah that whoever it is if i have noticed though and i say this knowing full well that your only or our only fans is nowhere near one percentile <laughs> not really nowhere near <laughs> If you have to start without a decimal, you just don't list it. It's just embarrassing. You never see top 1%. Top 1%, Ew. loser. Why are you even on this platform? Why? Don't even advertise that. How could you be? You're in the top 1%? Get out. Fired. Go get another job. Loser. It's just I sad. I can't. Oh, my God. When we were up at Temptation, we uh, we had talked about this briefly on the last podcast. We met with a lot of kind support while we were there. And it was actually, we bring it up because it was it was quite overwhelming to us while, while we were there. I wasn't really expecting people to, to come up and, re- I don't know if it's either recognize or just come well, just, up and say something. I don't know. I just always think I'm invisible uh, and just, I'm just going on my own. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like use the word recognize because it is a podcast. But uh, to at, at least acknowledge, acknowledgement is the word I think I was looking for. Acknowledge the podcast in a way that because and everybody will be able to relate to this in some way. But we're all the same, right? We all do things in life. Laura and I do this thing. Whoever you are who's out there listening, I'm pretty sure you do something too. Whatever it is you do, <laughs> you can relate to it. And if you haven't done it yet, I know you can. We have faith in you. But you, you're out there and you are good at something, right? Mm-hmm. And But whatever it is that you're good at, and it might be your job, it could be something at your kid's school, or it could be your hobby. But as soon as there is a light shined on it, or as soon as there is any resemblance of success, What pops up is that person who comes to destroy it. And this is something that all of us are sort of faced with in life. It really doesn't matter, like I said, whether it's your job, when you find something in your life that is going well, Mm -hmm. someone pops up to come and say, well, now I have to fucking destroy that (laughs) because that's what I do. And we want to say this to everybody because it it was moving to us because we know that you're out there. And you're driving or you're on your rowboat or whatever you do while you're listening to this. And you know what we're talking about because we know how loud that can be. It's one of those things that can drown everything out in your life. But don't let it drown you out because what happened when we were at Temptation is every single person was like a little voice that drowned out that one big loud speaker. And it really, really helped us. We had all of these little tiny individual voices that took this one one loud, disgusting speaker and kicked it in its subwoofer. Yeah. It was really important for us at the time. So thank you so much. It was really nice seeing everybody. We saw some ex-employees desire and caught up with them. It was it was really, really nice. It was also a little unseasonably cold or fresh, as they would say <laughs> in Mexico. And lucky for us, also lingerie night. And this happens here in, in the Cancun area is it gets chilly like this every... Maybe January, February, right? And it happens for like three days. <laughs> yeah. 
two, three, four times yeah. throughout those yeah, months, yeah, yeah. right? It's a little bit chilly at night and then it goes away. It is not warm enough for lingerie and gale force winds. It's just <laughs> not a pleasant experience. So what you have is a bunch of people in lingerie and little jackets. <laughs> so it winds up looking like the end of uh, Titanic when the Carpatha. Remember when the, the other ship picked up all the other ships and they're all just sort of sitting there kind of bundled up wet soaked in jackets so yeah whatever re- yeah they just got yeah, re- yeah, yeah it's like that just hoarier <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like <laughs> like we found this this ship of floating strippers <laughs> we rescued everyone you poor like a- little chilly strippers but that was your night of your fantasy. That was the fantasy night. Now we me, spent two nights there. So yeah, we this. spent two nights there. And but let me explain your fantasy. Now your fantasy, which I told you beforehand, because I was like, look, this is what we're going to do. You are going to get sort of gangbang. Okay, you're going to get basically kidnapped and violated by a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to get tied up and blindfolded and abducted, hopefully by a bunch of strangers. I had to let you in on it because the logistics of this get very, very weird because you have other people involved and you have to plan dinner around it. Right. It's not like a real abduction. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, it's a scheduled. Well, we have to let her food settle before we abduct her. <laughs> That's only fair. Thank you so much. And we have to let her fresh it up before we abduct her because that wouldn't be fair. And she has to, she has to get her sex supplies. Right. Right. So it's like, it's not like a real. It's fantasy. So I have to do this. Now, truly what you didn't know is since the time we were there all the way up and to the point, I was trying to find other single men that participate in this fantasy, which I I knew would be difficult. I just didn't know it would be fucking impossible. Right. I'm sort of walking around like you're playing a game here because you're like, all right, he's good looking. He's attractive. He's all right. Him, 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 him. Oh, that must be his wife. Okay. He's with his wife. That's, that is not going to work. I think he is single. He's attractive. And he just did something really, really douchey. Okay. Not him. And like by douchey, I mean like, uh, you know, like the guy where you're like, and you've been sort of tracking him all day. And then he goes and, and does that thing where he tucks his penis between his legs. Oh, Lord. And you're like, oh, Oh, he's dead to me now. Because ah! I hate that. I like that is like the douchiest guy move to me, dude. It's not a good look. It's not fun anymore. The only time that worked was the first guy who ever did it, <laughs> which I imagine, by the way, was two or three months after the ape became a homo sapien. <laughs> we became a month or two after we had a thought in our brain, there was some homo sapien who stuck his junk between his legs and went, look, ah. straight out of the cave. That was the first time and should have been the last time that that ever fucking happened. It's not an attractive look and it's not funny anymore. That and helicopters up there. Helicopter is right next to it. Yeah, it is. Helicopter is is another one. I fi- I'm weird about junk. I want it to look like it's supposed to. I just think treat it like a vagina. I mean, women do it correctly all day long, every day. At no point do you see a woman in a public area going, hey, watch me pick up this beer can with my vagina. <laughs> I can push all my lips inside. Watch me stick this dildo in my vagina. I'm going to look like I have a penis. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, hey, lady, that's not funny. Kind of stupid. Why? Because she wouldn't do that. <laughs> because it's stupid, right? It's like college or something. It's, yeah, like you never see it. Oh it doesn't happen. I mean, they barely do things with their boobs. Oh and they God. have, they're the perfect party tool, our boobs. Right? Yeah, party tricks. And and women are very, very careful. What On very rare occasion, do they <laughs> shake them, bounce them? Very rare occasion. Right. And they're the perfect. They're like balloons. You bring them to the party. Yeah. Right, left, right, left, right. You brought your own balloons. This is perfect. They're here to play with. But they still keep them like they stay in the package. But guys, as soon as they get their junk out, they turn into seven-year-olds. Stop it. Just stop it. Can you imagine women walking around to a party and just being like taking their boobs and like smacking someone up with their boob? No, because they they have a brain in their head. Like... Like when they get naked, their brain stays connected to their genitals and men just turn into seven-year-olds. I don't know what it is. Guys get naked sometimes and they start doing this weird child-like dance sometimes, which I'm like, stop it. No one wants to see you dance like a toddler naked. It just makes us think of a naked toddler. Stop it. Just stop it. It's not attractive. Anyway, I saw a lot of men like that. So they did not make the cut. I'm stressed now because all I have, we have eight people that are going to partake in this. And I really wanted like five single guys. That was a tall order. I mean, (laughs) very hopeful. I was very hopeful. Um, It was a tall order. I'm running around and I'm getting, I'm trying to get the timeline in my head because I don't want it to get too late. I don't want it to get. People get tired. Right. We're not spring chickens. (laughs) I still have to let you know because as far as you're concerned, to you, the night is free. But yeah. you don't you don't know. So I was like, I have to let you know you're about to be abducted and 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 play raped. So while I'm off making plans with everybody in the group, I notice you talking to a really attractive couple. We'll be right back. Do you like keeping it up? We do. Do you know what Patreon is? Well, you should. And here's why. Patreon is what's allowed us to live in paradise and have sex with strangers. It's also the reason that we're able to keep that up. Patreon is the reason that I'm able to watch my wife be violated by men and women, most of them strangers. And you are an active participant in that. You are complicit. And in most states, that means you are an accessory to a very serious crime, but not here at Room 77. That means that you are a playmate and you are our friend and you're helping us keep it up. Lauren, tell them what they get when you're a Patreon over at Room 77. Now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Oh, okay. You get access to Telegram with all of our sexy members oversharing all the time, live video chat, new event promotions, early edition or special edition podcast, a month free to OnlyFans, free workshop, blogs, sexy surprises, and more. And a personal shout out on the next Room 77 podcast episode like this. Kat, Pat, Deb Don A, Jansen, Florian, Tom, Renato, Josh, Elior, Nick, Matthew, Dan, Blaze, Dixie, Normus, Mr. and Mrs. McHockner, New Haven, Jeff, and Omid. Those are all people that we had sex with this month. Thank you. Go to patreon.com forward slash room seven seven and help us keep it up. Hashtag keep it up. Right. I mean, honestly, I gotta be honest. My first thought was he's hot. Is he single? And and then I immediately noticed that he's he's with a very attractive woman. I'm like, fuck, but she's hot. Let's use them later. Um and then I walk up to you because I'm like, I I have to get her attention because I'm gonna have to start talking to her. So you 
you start to introduce me to them. Yeah. And who who was that? Their name on Instagram is Fight Boring Marriages. Fight Boring Marriages. Yeah, I've met them a couple of years ago on Instagram. So you meet them. Now, what's happening now is you are talking to these people like you've been vacationing with them since you were six. <laughs> and what's happening with me is I am being introduced to them and I immediately think, oh, I don't know these people. And I'm doing math in my head and still looking across the room looking for single guys. All of which to them looks like I am either high or paranoid and on the run like Jason Bourne. (laughs) So they're looking at me like something's wrong with this guy. You introduce me. I'm, I'm just thinking, I don't know these people. And you say, hey, we've actually met them. I'm, I, my brain, I'm going, come on, Richard, concentrate. Pull up, pull up. <laughs> Attention, pull up. Say, you're going to crash. Pull up, pull up. So I'm like, pull up, pull up. And you're like, we met these people. And I'm like, oh, thank God. This gives me license because they already sort of know that I'm an idiot. Oh, then. That gives me- Forget people. Right. I have known them already. I don't have to reintroduce myself. This is perfect. <laughs> Thank God. And then you say, we've met them already. And he turns to you and he goes, we've never met. And I look at you and my voice in my head immediately goes, Mayday, we're going down. It was so many people. And I matrixed them as someone who we met at Desire at the workshop. And I didn't understand what he was saying because it was like so loud. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, no, we're from Instagram. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm like, okay, awesome, great. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Which I think they may have thought he's pissed off. Yeah, yeah, But I wasn't yeah. really pissed off. I was like, I, I had a million things going. Anyway, I had to have a talk with them later. I was like, no, 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 please don't take that the wrong way. I had like just a lot of things going on in my head. I was trying to- You were like a crazy Hollywood producer walking around the set, like I, I doing was. 900 things. I was being a stage manager yeah. at the time. Yeah. At that point, by the way, I was so desperate looking over people's shoulders, hoping that there were single men standing <laughs> around with signs that said, we'll partake in fantasy rape <laughs> available. Which that was not happening at that point. Mind, Still not happening. Mind you, it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. So I don't know yes. fucking, all couples. All, all couples. All the single men go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, this is a great day to find <laughs> to find single men. Sure. I actually did not work that out in my head <laughs> until just right now. Good job. No wonder there was such a scarcity. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting next to bring time. That. That's why they, they called me Jason Bourne while I was there. <laughs> that is actually not why. You had a genius plan while you were there. You know, we didn't do, well, we didn't do any illegal drugs while we were there this time. Right. But you did come up with a genius idea. For some reason, people offer us drugs all the time, <laughs> which please don't stop doing that. <laughs> we love it when you offer our drugs. Yeah. So Lauren came up with our new venture. We already have investors for it. Don't even think about stealing the name because we already copywrote it. Because people offer us drugs all the time and they caveat that usually with, I'm not flying back to the US with it. It's too dangerous. We've decided to start Drug Locker. The Drug Locker. Is it The Drug Locker or just Drug Locker? I mean, Drug Locker is kind of confusing with Foot Locker to me. So I don't want people thinking they're, they can buy sneakers. I was thinking Drug Locker. Oh, <laughs> sure. I think so. Okay, we'll do that. But we then. wear, and we wear shirts like Foot Locker, except the stripe goes the other way. 
I don't see copyright infringement anywhere on this. More convict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, so it's, yeah, it's more what? jail than it is referee. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think this is going places. So anyway, the deal is, is you give your drugs to us and you get 80% of it when you return. <laughs> That's how it works. We finally say goodnight to them and we'll see you tomorrow and we take you up to your room. Well, not your room, but their room, the room where it's going to happen. It's all eight of us. And I ran out of time. At this point, I am desperately hoping on the way up in the elevator, five guys are going to walk onto the (laughs) elevator and be like, so uh, where are you guys going? We are five single hung dudes that are available and celebrating valentine's day bars mentally stable and disease free what are you guys doing (laughs) i mean just hail mary at that point did not happen so we get off the elevator before i could take you into the room you were taken away abruptly like a real uh abduction except i wanted it to be like with a bag over your head like a real prisoner but with like a six foot guy like that would have been awesome like a really strong guy just put him but it was with a five foot hot blonde with a little pretty blindfold You know, we're just working on the fly with what we got here. I am all about the fantasy. I, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it in my head and make it work. So we bring you inside. You're brought inside. You still really don't have any idea who's in there because you're blindfolded the whole time. Everyone surrounds you and you are tied down. You're tied up. You're blindfolded. You're stripped down and you are tied to a spreader bar. Explain to people what a spreader bar if they don't if they don't know what that is. So it's... Like um, you feel the shackles going onto your ankles and it's a bar in between your ankles so that you can not close your legs, basically. You are spread open. Yeah, with shackles on the edge of the bar. So now what everyone is to do is to violate you, not really use any names or any identification of who anybody is or just violate. And they have a free pass to do anything they want. It was established beforehand that it was like, it could be oral, it could be touch, it could be yes, whatever. Sort of. And I'll get back to that in a second where I, where it took sort of, sort of a misstep on my part. And I think it was kind of a mistake, but this is how you learn for the next one, because there were two missteps that, that I feel like I took. It really turned me on. It would have turned me on if I if there was five more guys in there. And I was trying really hard. I kept screwing up because I was calling people by their real names. And then I would correct myself. And I'm like, I mean, Steve, who I just picked up in the lobby. Get your cock in her mouth. Guy I found at the bar. Um, but I was getting really turned on by watching you fully submit. And one of the things that I was doing was whispering in your ear and really taking that fantasy to the next level and watching you take that fantasy to the next level to a verbal state. One of the things that I've noticed a lot of couples do, not all, I think I've, I think we've met one couple, maybe two, that when they do fantasy or role play, and fantasy and role playing is really important to, to focus on that word fantasy, they take it to about 90%. Mm-hmm. Even in partners, we take it to 90%. It's weird to take it to 100%. There's still that sense of insecurity. What will what will he or what will my partner think if I really go 100%? Like, are they going to give me that side-eyed look? Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I, I want to have that conversation. I want to have that 
liberty. I want you to be able to say whatever it is you want to say to be able to live in that non-judgmental zone. Because I say 85 to 90% when you're with your partner only. Yeah, for because sure. even when I'm with you and I'm like, say it, you're like, I'm like, wait, what? Use syllables because I can see you're holding back because you're a little bit shy about it and you want to, you want to verbalize it, but you don't. I would be the same way. Well, I, it's only lived in my head. There's no other, right. it's never been expressed really to you except for sort of a general agree, sense. Agree. And we automatically get afraid of judgment. Yeah. And this is weird too, because it's fantasy, <laughs> right? So add a group now of strangers that goes down now to like 60%. Now you're, you're, you're filtering yourself even more, right? So I was in a predicament where I wanted to say more. Basically, the fantasy was where we wanted you to feel like you were being used, mm-hmm. right? So I'm saying dirty things to you, like you let him use that cock. I use that hole. Let him use you. You are you are nothing. You are here to be used. Just lie there and just sort of physically using you. Take that cock and backing it up with words, whether it was in your ear or to, or to your face. But I wanted to take it further and sort of spit on you and and do. <laughs> other things. But at the same time, I was a little bit scared that someone would be like, um, Richard, hmm, maybe a better husband wouldn't spit on her <laughs> and maybe not call her a disgusting cock loving whore. That's her only value is her wet pussy. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe not that. I'm like, no, it's all part of the game. <laughs> She's down with it. She's, She's down with it. And that's the talk that I didn't get to have before. And what happened was I'm letting my ru- my fantasy run with your mind. I'm starting to let it go and I can see you're letting it go. And I wish I had that moment before like, please be advised that you're entering a fantasy here. Oh, yeah. And things that you hear may be fucked up. <laughs> you're going to hear some fucked up shit. And what happens is one of the couples left. Yeah. Now, you didn't know that because you were blindfolded and being treated like a dirty whore. <laughs> but one of the couples left, not because they were uncomfortable, but because they didn't want to be in an uncomfortable. They were they're fairly new in the lifestyle. And yeah. They didn't want to be in a situation that made them feel an, any more uncomfortable. Well, that shifted my attention to worry about them now <laughs> than you. You're such a big heart. It's like no one understands how much you worry about everyone else except yourself. So yourself. now I'm like, lie there, take that cocky, dirty whore. And I'm checking the text. <laughs> At the Let same time, yeah, because you're blindfolded. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you dirty whore, you take all those cocks. Do you guys need anything while you're down in the lobby? Ding, like texting at the same time. <laughs> I wish, and for next time, I really want to make sure that I have that talk. I think that that talk isn't only important to have with people that you're having a fantasy uh, group play with beforehand, mm-hmm. just to free your own mind up with. But also your own partner to free your minds up before fantasy play in your own bedroom. Yeah, for me, even with that particular fantasy, what what I had expressed to you is very general. I didn't give you a lot of specifics because I I know that you know me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think the extent to the 
what a fantasy would go to the the level it should it has to be taken and sort of it shouldn't be taken to like 100% of whatever I think my fantasy is because when in reality when that blindfold was on and all all I had was my other senses. There was one point when the blindfold was removed and it was too much stimulation. So what I thought in my mind would be awesome with, you know, five different people and two cocks in my mouth and this happening and that happening and that happening would have been way too much. But because you were able to sort of read the situation and stay connected to me and not everyone went haywire, it was the perfect amount of stimulation without it going to how dirty I had it in my head. Once it comes to reality, it's it would have been way too much and I would have tapped out. When you say things like, suck that cock, you dirty fucking whore. Use her fucking hole. Right. Like I want one of those other participants while they were fucking you, I want them to be able to f- be free to say, say take this cock, take it, you fucking little whore. Yeah. But they're not going to. Out of respect. Out of respect because the rules haven't been established. So I, I understand what you're saying. I understand that. It's that's sort of reading a situation and knowing, okay, she's not feeling it right now or not feeling it. I'm saying the whole grand scheme of things. I was the only one playing along. Right, right, right. They didn't know they what didn't, role to play except for right. when you told them to do physical stuff. Right. And I think it's re- it was really important in your part of the fantasy because the, the, the verbiage really got you going. Yeah, it did in that fantasy yeah. until the other couple I was there with you until I mean it all ended awesome with me coming on your face <laughs> with another cock in your mouth while people were all touching you it was very hot it's on OnlyFans if you want to go see it is it on OnlyFans? the long version is for sale and there is a really hot minute teaser so you can check it out what is your OnlyFans name? oh room OnlyFans forward slash room 77 uh, true or false you get to see Richard ejaculate Um, true Yes, which I think you should have to pay double for, to be honest with you. But honestly, did it show up in the thing? I haven't seen the video yet. Does it show up? Because I think I should get a black light every time I ejaculate to make it more milky. It was hard because someone was blocking my light. I don't know what actor or like where the lighting crew was, but yeah. This is why we need need tiny portable black lights for cum shots. <laughs> we should have yeah, put that in the lights. budget. Yeah, put that in the budget. Right, Tiny, okay. portable, we'll call them cum lights. Maybe if they were like a necklace and it was like you could wear it. You know what? Let's just hire a cum light boy. <laughs> because what's, what's happening is everyone was cuddled around my face. My face was dark, so I had to go in and do special like... I think you're skipping over the pitch. Do we hire a cum light boy? Yes. Okay, that was my pitch. <laughs> I think that's the correct answer. Sure. What are things that you like to hear in bed? Do you like uh, take that cocky, dirty whore? I like when you're telling me physical things about my body position. Like, like what? I want you to say, spread those legs open. Keep that pussy open wide. Open that mouth. We're going to shove cocks in there. I think it's more about telling me physically how to move my body. Listen to me. Don't move your hands. Things like that that are more controlling in a sense instead of... You want to be controlled in a way that's like jazz hands. Do jazz (laughs) hands. I don't know. I don't like, know if I could. I mean, jazz hands might be hot. I don't know. But like, but you want to be told, like, uh, hold on to that cock. Yeah. And I also like hearing you tell the other people what to do. That also worked for me. I like you controlling the situation. I think it would have been nice. if Janet, you were... bring me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's about just lie there and 
But what do you want to hear? What are the things that you like to hear? Don't ignore my question. I'm telling you, you lie there. You're powerless. Keep those legs open wide. That pussy's mine. Mm -hmm. Um, You look so hot like that. You're dripping wet. Like descriptive things more than about calling me names. names. So you don't like- In that situation. I like the name calling and the dirty stuff in in a different situation, but- So it's a different fantasy. A different fantasy. So the degrading stays separate in that one, but that one's more- of like just being completely controlled. Yeah, because I was blindfolded. Like for me, when I'm being dirty, I want to be able to see everything because I like to see Mm -hmm. the cocks and the the cum and the, I like to be able to grab and and I was completely, I couldn't grab anything. So there was one point like someone was holding my hands down so hard that the shackle had been shoved into my hand. It made like this huge imprint. They were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's fine, I don't care. Like, you haven't seen this bitch at the dentist. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> Bring it. So for me, but again, we didn't communicate about that. Yeah, so. that's that's the thing that like, this is all stuff that I wish I had taken at least 10 minutes to talk about a little bit before to hear some of these things before, because we say some of those other things in private fantasy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I didn't know how different this fantasy was compared to like other fantasy talk that we play. And then there's taxicab fantasy. And then there's fireman fantasy, backpacker fantasy, tennis coach fantasy. Pickleball. Pickleball fantasy. Yeah. Grocery shopping fantasies. Sherpa fantasy, mm-hmm. which we're doing next week, actually. <laughs> uh, but I say it like this. You are forced, and I mean forced, to watch more movies and TV with me than anything else that you are forced to do with me and make you. And then you're forced to hear a 20-minute tirade of everything that I hated about <laughs> About it. the plot. Yeah, unless I loved it. And then right. I, there's a 20-minute expression of- How great the wife. How amazing it was. <laughs> I always tell you this. One of my biggest pet peeves in storytelling is when they don't set the rules of the universe that we're living in. It is one of the most important things to do in storytelling. Super, super important. If no one knows what I'm talking about, the easiest way to explain it is zombie films. <laughs> I always use the same example because we all know what a zombie film is and we all do the same thing in zombie films. We know how the disease spreads, how fast they turn. There's there's just a bunch of zombie rules that you're given in the beginning. Are they fast zombies? Are they slow zombies? Does it take two hours to turn into a zombie? Does it take two minutes to turn into a zombie? Can Can you get it by scratching them? Yeah. Can, do you have to bite them? Do you have to shoot them in the head? Or, <laughs> or do you, can you shoot them anywhere? So there's, there's these rules that you, okay. And then what happens is you move on in your universe. That's the universe we live in. Let's go play. Yeah. This is very important. It happens in every, every film that has some sort of uh, sci-fi fiction involved in it. So when you're talking about something that is fantasy, it's important to stay in a world that has rules and that has boundaries. It's structure. Yeah. And it's the one thing that I learned in this particular case is build a structure, build those boundaries, build that world, and then live inside that world because it'll allow your mind to be set free. And it's also like, as far as like the the couple that left, if there were the rules there, then it would have been, these are the rules for Lauren. And then these are the rules for the participants. Right. And these are the things that you are expected of you. These are the things you're going to hear. These are their rules. These are really important thing that we, we had skipped over. But next time. <laughs> now we know. It's still sad that I couldn't find five single guys on Valentine's Day. <laughs> but, but don't take your advice from me, Lauren. <laughs> 
Why, Richard? Because I am. There's a lot wrong with me. I was taught the wrong things. I had a very, I had a horrible life coach. He made my life. Is this the same guy that used to tell you mm. you'd feel happier if you just make cupcakes? No, that was my second life coach. Oh, yeah, that was the one after I met my life coach in prison. Yeah, don't ever meet your life coach in prison. That's oh, a bad sign. Sounds- I walked, yeah, I walked into prison. I was wearing orange that day. I remember. <laughs> And I was like, hey, what are you in for? He was like, you know, harassment, fraud, borderline child engagement. I was like, cool. Uh And he's like, why? I was like, no reason. Just looking for a life coach. He was like, well, in that case, I was also an ad executive. I was like, well, then you are hired. (laughs) And then uh, he taught me lots of things. Tell me one thing. Tell me your favorite. Uh, He taught me, if you want something, harassment is the way to go. Good. It's the way to someone's heart. It shows people you care, I think. In the same way, murder is a way to get the family together. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs a turducken anymore? No. And then uh, I got out and met the cupcake guy. (laughs) He was good, though. Yeah, it's a weird story that almost seems like it doesn't fit in, but it does. Spreading hate, stealing time I'm a fraud, I'm a fraud Call me lying A true psychopath all right, this next day, welcome back, by the way. Hey, Richard, welcome. How, you look so, so refreshed. I am. You look so, you, you do look refreshed. Did you take a shower? A quick facelift and uh, wow. shower. Uh, yeah. Your husband is a year older since we spoke on these microphones last. Do I sound older? A little bit. I wasn't going to ask, look, because I don't want to hear the answer. <laughs> but do I sound older? You'd sound a little more mature. But it sounds sexy, right? <laughs> When you do that voice, I don't know. <laughs> you know who this voice is? It's a little Dylan McKay. But I used to always wanted to talk like Dylan in Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. Luke Perry always had this sort of whispery, yeah. cool. You actually met Luke Perry. I did. Uh, I had a huge was, crush on him. Rest his soul. We had tried to uh, to have sex with another couple while we were at Temptation. We are setting up. Big swing. Big swing. I was so ready. <laughs> Oh my God. For, are you talking about the fantasy thing? No. The next night. Next night. Oh. This is about the couple that Lauren introduced me to, that Lauren made me believe that we met, that we didn't actually <laughs> met, that made Richard really, really confused. <laughs> You remember them, yes? Yes, I know. Are they in the lifestyle? Are, they, are we allowed to know that they're in the lifestyle? Who? The Instagram people? Yeah. Um, I think so. All right. Well, we'll just call them the Instagram people. Oh, fight boring marriage. Well, yeah, fight boring marriage. We'll ask them and then maybe I'll cut this out. If not, they were the last couple in the hotel that we didn't have sex with. I was having a lot of fun. And they came over and started dancing with us at the end of the night. And I was like, I love you. (laughs) I love you. I look over at you and you're sick. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not sick. I'm trying to prop you up like a little doll. I'm like, come on, be fun again. Stop being sick. And you're like, I will go upstairs and I will throw up and I'll come back down and see how I feel. I'm like, sounds good to me. Do you need me to go with you? No, honey, I'm fine. Godspeed to you. I'll be down here. So you come back down. I'm like, this is great. And then you're like, this is not great. (laughs) It's not. It didn't help. It didn't help at all. And you're like, we have to go. And I'm like, oh, man. Well, I tried to do the thing where I was like, 
listen, I am just super, super queasy. I just couldn't kick, I couldn't kick it. And I said, if you want to stay down here, you can. I knew we had friends. I didn't want to bail. I didn't, I hate when I get like that. No, and I was going to stay. All of our friends were still down there at that point. So I was like, it's still early. I'm going to stay down here for everybody because... It's polite. And let's face it, everybody likes me the most. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Another couple sort of called it a night. And then I think another couple was going to call it a night. I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to do the right thing here. (laughs) The right thing. And I think I'm going to go follow my my wife to bed. By the time I turned around, you're gone. I was like hugging people to say bye. And almost died. And was like, I I have to go. I just left. You didn't even make it to the elevator because you got sick on the way to the elevator. (laughs) And then I started to panic. Because I disappeared in the bathroom. You had no idea, right? Right. So I'm running back and forth. <laughs> and I'm like, my wife has been abducted. <laughs> but not a planned one. Not like last night where it was sexy and fun, like a real abduction. <laughs> so you come out of the bathroom. You see me running around frantically in the lobby yeah. back and forth. And you're like, honey, I'm right here. Stop running around like a crazy person. I'm like, all right, good. Fine. You're here. So I go upstairs. We go upstairs and we're laying there. I'm two things wide awake super fucking horny <laughs> and you're like still like gray, gray and feeling like shit and you're like do you want me to blow you i'm like no, no. which is always so good after you throw i know it's your vomit breath all over my penis <laughs> so hot yeah don't even brush your teeth oh shit super <laughs> So sexy. Oh, God. This is my face hurts so bad because I hate throwing up. Yeah. You're all chunky. Shut up. <laughs> now you cross the line, Lauren. Stop it. Don't be gross. Maybe a bit of salad. Shut up. Ew. So gross. Anyway, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. You're not sick. I'm going to make you blow me. That's stupid. Yeah. And I go outside. So I'm just in a towel, right? And I look up and... There's a couple on like the third floor or something balcony and they're just fucking on a rail, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm just watching them fuck and they're watching me sit in the chair. So I start stroking my cock. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think they're watching me stroke my cock, watching them fuck. So I start blatantly stroking my cock, but I still, it's through my towel. So I don't really know. And I'm old and I can't really see. (laughs) So they could be looking at a ship off in the distance. I have no idea. Maybe they were just dancing. I have no idea. (laughs) But in my mind, they were fucking going, look how hot that guy is. That's all that, right back to fantasy. That's all that matters. In my mind, they were like, look how hot that guy is with his huge cock in his hand. (laughs) That's what they were saying in my mind. Yeah, they were actually, they did. And she's like, which one? The one with the sick wife in the room. (laughs) The one with the towel, the white towel? What's his wife doing? She's (laughs) She's in a ball on the bed. What's wrong with her? Stomach bug? She probably blew that giant cock under the towel. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> keep staring at him. That beautiful hot towel. Where's his hand? <laughs> so so they sort of finish up. And again, I wasn't naked out there or anything. It was still PG on my end. Good. PG-13. So I go back inside and I'm like, hey, this is what just happened. They're up there. I think they were looking at me. Uh, I'm not sure. And you're like, oh, you should go out there and jerk off then. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I love, I love your brain. We'll be right back. Hey, Lauren. What? Lava's back. You know what I'm talking about. Bikini Addiction's hottest color. It's been six months and it's finally back and it's called Lava because there was nothing else you could call it. Yeah, it's sizzling hot. 
And you know what? It is the, the most commented picture that you have on social media is you in that lava color. That is true. Or I just made it up. Bikini Addiction is the only bikini company that not only cares about making you look good, they're the only company that cares about the ethical treatment of animals. They are the only company that doesn't test their bikinis on animals. I don't know if you've ever seen a bulldog in a thong, but some of them have really huge balls. It is embarrassing. <laughs> Super uncomfortable. So, where do they go to get this bikini, Lauren? Bikiniaddiction.com. As always, use promo code ROOM77 for 10% off. So I'm like, well, come out with me, at least sit there because I can't just be a single guy out there stroking my cock. At least I'm, I'm with you stroking my cock. So you're like, oh, fine. I'll go out there if you want to do it. So, sure. right. yeah. so we go out there and then the couple comes out again and then they start uh, doing it again. Right. Mm-hmm. So then this time I kind of take my cock out. Right. And then you, uh, while you're watching me stroke my cock and watching them fuck, you're like, well, now I'm getting horny. I'm like over your sickness. <laughs> yes. Are you going to vomit again? You're like, no, but I want to go get my vibrator. I'm like, so you're going to sit out here with your vibrator <laughs> while I'm stroking my cock, watching them fuck. We're going to sit here side by side and you're going to play with yourself. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm really into that. <laughs> so. You're like, I'm going to go get my vibrator. I'm like, well, hurry up because for that period of time, I'm, I'm creepy Hello, guy. Right. guy. Just hurry up. So you hurry up and you come back with your, your thing. You start to use your, your womanizer on your thing and I'm sitting there stroking my cock. And now there's two couples. One couple's up there fucking and another couple is kind of fucking around, I think. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. So I'm kind of stroking my cock. You have your womanizer. <laughs> What I never noticed about your womanizer, <laughs> because you don't notice these things until you're in the darkness at night, is it has a red beacon light on it. It's like fucking Rudolph. That says, hey, everyone <laughs> on their balcony, look at this womanizer on my vagina out here. And if you can't see anything in this <laughs> this obscured shadow area, I just want to let you know there is a vibrator on my clitoris. There is a toy being used. Yeah. It's so that goes on for, for quite some time. And you just keep coming. And we just keep sort of playing with each other for, I guess, a good 20 minutes or so. Right. I think they finished fucking. Then everybody goes in. And then another group of people come outside. They're all dressed and they're having fun, but not the sexy kind of fun. So then we're like, all right, party's over. Mm-hmm. Let's go back inside. So then we go back inside. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you came, sick lady. <laughs> but Richard still hasn't come. I'm like, well, I'm going to finish it off. I have to come really quick. Yeah, do your thing. You're like, yeah, 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 go ahead. So then I start to jerk off next to you. And you're like, oh, and I want my, I want that cock. Now I want to fuck you. I know, it's so hard. It just goes back to, well, we could have fucked the people, couldn't we have? <laughs> oh, we could have. If we just waited a little bit, we could have fucked the people. We just went to one giant circle. Yeah. I mean, it all ended up with you getting fucked and me coming. Anyway, really good hot session, though. I really came hard that night, so thank you. I really enjoyed that. I think it was per- the perfect thing of what I needed, minus the sickness part. I just felt bad because I know it was like a special trip. Some friends of ours, and I felt bad that I wasn't able to be there. Like, I don't want to... Well, I think they understood. Yeah. I wasn't my worry. Whenever that happens, my only worry is I just have a 5% worry while I'm fucking you. Please don't throw up. Please don't throw up. Please don't throw up because you have ruined sex forever. I will never. I will never be able to unsee you vomit on me. It'd be uh, traumatic. I think it would be, but I also wouldn't you just pretend like what if that was just how I came? No. 
It would be, no, it would be emotionally traumatic. And you're like, oh yeah, come all over my chest, honey. And oh, just, no. And no, 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 no. What is vomit. wrong with you? I don't know. There's, I'm just saying, like, no. maybe you could twist it around. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's it. just wrong, Lauren. You need help. That's what you need. You need help. <laughs> it just isn't worth my time to try to make you believe. All right, so where do we where do we leave off? We were at Temptation, mm-hmm. so we banged the entire hotel mm-hmm. for the win. For the win, including some staff. Yep, because for us, again, hashtag sport, <laughs> and uh, we banged everyone except for that one couple that we were with. <laughs> so that the itinerary was complete. Yeah, we well, we had to. I can't to. sleep if I don't sleep with everybody. I don't get a new set of trading cards if we didn't bang them. That was the actual rule. And again, I'm assuming everyone goes into the lifestyle <laughs> with this with this in mind. It's it's how everybody does it, right? <laughs> it's right? what the whole thing is about. When I log on to these SDCs and these Cassidy's, I don't really look at the words, but it says logged on. Yeah. And then there's numbers. I'm guessing those numbers are our score, right? Yeah, like OnlyFans. Like, My number's pretty high. Yeah. I think I'm winning. I know we're at least in the top z- point zero zero. <laughs> uh, lucky for us, there was one couple that was extending their stay in Mexico that was staying there. Mm-hmm. And we found this out. They're moving their trip down to Playa del Carmen. So we stalked them Absolutely. because we learned from the best. <laughs> That's what we do now. Yeah. And uh, we followed them down there. And we had an amazing time with them. And we are going to talk about that in one of the upcoming episodes about perceptions of people and what you perceive. And then usually so off base sometimes it, you have this image in your head of how they're going to play. And then you're like, oh, and it could go one way or the other. It's always fun and a, a refreshing reminder to be like, hey, go with the flow and don't preconceive your notions and how my special penis move that I'm going to get patented by the U.S. Patent Office. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long a patent takes. It probably probably takes a week. Five business days. Yeah, probably. Five, yeah. yeah, give or take a day with mail, seven bucks or something. <laughs> Shipping and handling. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, stay tuned for that, <laughs> oh, and uh, we'll talk about those two and how I single-handedly enlightened their life. <laughs> God. Also, don't forget to use Lauren's box. I mean, Lauren's box <laughs> when you travel. Her travel box, you can find her on Facebook at Lauren Reese, R-E-E-S. That's two E's for all of your travel needs. Go look her up, join the group, do all that stuff. We also really need your support on social media right now. It seems that Twitter has censored Russia and Room 77 podcast. So if you could go <laughs> over to Twitter and follow us at, at Room 77 podcast and at Room 77 events. Also go over to Instagram at, at Room 77 podcast. Don't do it now. It's not safe. Pull over. Make sure there's no oncoming traffic. <laughs> Use your signal. We'll wait. <laughs> oh, we just got one. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Get back to where you were going, lady. <laughs> You're late. Get out there. Keep your eyes on that scoreboard and do what you got to do. You know how to do it. Win, win, win. That's right. Keep scoring. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go leave a positive review. And for more information, go to room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. Talking all that blah, 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 blah. I've been scoring. Cheap deals. Warning. Blah, blah. You bore me. Caution. Warning. I've been scoring. I've been scoring. I've been scoring. 
shit Warning, I've been scoring Cheap deals, bore me Blah, blah, you bore me Caution, warning I've been scoring I've been scoring I've been scoring Caution, 